What's going on? It's Brennan Gennetti. And Alexa Gordon. And before we get into anything that we're talking about today, I want to give a quick special shout out to Anthony Frederick's Salon and Day Spa in Dedham, Mass. They're hooking up our listeners with 20% off your next visit with Taylor. So make sure you head over to Anthony Frederick's Salon, located at Dedham Health and Athletics Club, and tell them Brendan and Alexa sent you for 20% off. And Taylor's awesome, so definitely go say hi, yes. get your hair done, she'll handle it for you. We love, we love Taylor. Alexa, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about friendship, right? Like, mm-hmm. we were going to talk about the ups, the downs, the goods, the bads, anything. In between, really. Yeah, you know, just like sometimes friendships are the easiest thing and sometimes they're the polar opposite of easy. Yeah. And uh, we're going to dive into that. And I say the best way to dive in is, you know, start with the bads first. You got it's... a story for me? You got one? <laughs> I'm ready. So well, we were just like talking about what we're going to discuss. And I was like, yeah, you know what? We're getting deep this episode. So I'm going to share a story about like a time when I had to end a really good friendship and, and how I just bettered from it. And I think other people can do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> to preface, you know, those tweets that are always like people just tweet them for attention. They're like, if you have a toxic friend in your life, mm, erase them. And you're like, mm. right. You're so much better off. <laughs> but honestly, that shit is real. So yeah. basically, I just had this this friend for such a long time, in forever, pretty much, and I just noticed every time I was with them, I was always like more than the subject of a joke. Like I was just blatantly treated awful, especially mm-hmm. when I might have not necessarily been going through the best time. And after a while, I was like, "Wow, that's like detrimental to me as a person." And I just, I just like came to this realization that if like. I'm next, if I'm with someone and I'm not brought, like, it doesn't even need to be positive energy, but if I'm brought negative vibes or negative energy, why would I continue doing that? Right. Something that you're not both experiencing at the same time, something that's being brought directly to you is just not worth it. Exactly. And friendship's, like, super important to me. So I I honestly, this instance is the only time I've ever lost a friend, but I wanted to make sure that I approached this in a way where I was in control. I didn't want to just like drop a good friend. Right, I still, right. I still like, I still care for the person who this was. Well, it's also hard to lose a friend as yeah, a whole too. Exactly. Somebody, like, whether pl- or not you've been friends for a long time. Yeah, and plus, I was always like, you know, there for said person, um, not necessarily likewise, but I still care for them. So, basically, what I did was I just like. I cut all ties in a way that wasn't like I I didn't like unfriend them or anything because they're still going to be a part of my life. But I just was like, I don't need them. And if I'm hanging out with similar friends, I don't need to invite them because, frankly, it doesn't bring me any positivity. And other people felt the same way. Well, that's right. That makes it easier, I think. So I think it was just a time in everyone's lives where we're just like, we're over this. Let's move on. Um, But just an update like that really was so helpful to me it's weird to think like brennan what what are you talking about like but it really was like to to know that you're in control of like what you let in your life just resonates to so many other aspects of life and just like only making sure that what you decide to do or what the people you decide to be around are just like a good influence or just like a positive support system anything like that right and keeping that kind of energy around you. yeah exactly so just like an update i guess is is I, like I said, I don't ever want to just drop someone out of my life. Like, I always, kind of off topic, but I always th- like got confused when people were dating and they just kind of, they ended on a mutual note, but then just stopped talking forever. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's hard that. for people, but yeah. I get what yeah, you're I mean, saying. It's, it's different like in a romantic relationship than a friendship, but like, I could never do that. So, <laughs> I like, I reach out to this person maybe once every like six months. And you know, the best part is, is like, I don't need them in my life, but if I want them, 
I can have them. And like that's really what I like is is being in control of when I want to see someone that might not always make me feel great because when it's when I'm in control then I can, you know, I make the rules. Right. What I want to know is how did they respond to that? That's the thing is like I, again like cuz I never blatantly was like, "Hey, um this you're being shitty to me. You're no longer my friend. Goodbye." I just I don't know. Just like, removed yourself from the I, situation. I think a really big thing from this is like they've never reached out to me and been like, "Hey, you've you've been distant. Like, are you okay?" Which I think that kind which of which kind shows, of proves that they weren't yeah, the greatest like, friend to begin it with. It either shows that they know that they messed up and they're like, "Okay, like it's irreversible now," or they just never cared in yeah, the first. I was place. gonna say to be honest, I doubt the first part it, is true. Exactly because people that do kind of bring that negative energy into your life. First of all, I'll say it's usually because they're feeling some type of negative energy somewhere else Mm -hmm. and they bring it out in that way. They're acting out in a certain situation. In this case, I totally felt that way and I'd always try to say like, what's going on? But they just denied anything. But also, I would also say people like that are very non-self-aware and definitely probably thought that they weren't doing anything wrong. Exactly. Exactly. No, you literally just hit the nail on the head. Or if they did, had some sort of wild rationale as to... No, but like there's a, re- you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, exactly. I was just kidding. Like, you're being too dramatic. Things like that that just mm-hmm. kind of pull it back to, like, yeah. no, I'm not being dramatic. You're genuinely hurting me yeah. as a human. So, yeah. And then, like, to, to go off of what you were saying, too, like, they, I wasn't the only one that did that to them. A lot of people did that to them, but they've never reached out. So it's just kind of, yeah. It is sad in a way, but also, like, I'm happy because I did see them about like a few weeks ago and it was fine. If They're we just doing had okay. A normal conversation. It wasn't like we were catching up. That's the thing. It was like we never left, but also like I was clearly not getting personal. Like I, I just don't need them to know where I'm at in life because they just would bring me negativity. Right. Well, good. I yeah. mean, at least it ended up positively for you. I mean, at the end of the day, like you got to stay true. You know, not for even real. stay true was lame. That's not even what I meant. No, but it's I, more I just like you have to end of the day the only person you have in the end of your life is you so you have mm-hmm. to make sure that you're yeah doing what's best or and, it's not yeah work. and just in so many other cases too just realizing that you have the power to make yourself happy or you just have the power to improve yourself at any given moment like i feel like i found myself complaining about things that i could change and then when i realize i can change things that i make me upset i'm like wow i can do that so I think it's hard for people. <laughs> we, we just hit each other with our arms because we're, we're talking we, with we're our hands over We're both our here. hand talkers and we just <laughs> bash into each other. Um, I think it's hard for people to realize that. And it's so funny because it is really simple. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple thing to just be like, yeah, I don't. And even in yourself to just kind of be more positive as a whole. We've yeah. talked about that in the past too. Like just telling yourself to be more positive makes you a happier person. You're right. You're and right. it's interesting that even like projecting that out into the world is helping you as well. Retweet. But I have... I have a, not a similar story actually at all because I have a story <laughs> where I lost a friend and I had no control over it oh, and I actually was like really genuinely upset about it and to this day have no idea what even happened. Really? But this friend, I will say, I'll say two things actually. So this friend was always very odd, like was always super secretive, was always very like just like not even reserved because she was like an, a super extrovert, like love talking to people, but she was just super like contained and secretive and never told even her best friends, like never told us anything. And that it was makes me like you were kind of saying in my instance, that makes me feel like she's got something going on. Whether this she's is the kind of, of person that 
even from her best friends has like Facebook restrictions. Like even her best friends can't see parts what? of her face. That's what I mean. I didn't even know that type of person. So existed. the first thing I'll say is that, but the second thing I'll say is the older I get, the more I realize how much all of that stemmed from her own like, you know, self-consciousness yeah. and her anxieties. And I look back on it and realize that she was definitely bipolar. Mm-hmm. Like just these things that like mental illness has been so much more present in the last like five years than it ever has been before. And I look back on this and I realize like, holy, like if this was a conversation back then, I would have been like, yo, yeah, no, something's up here. But like in high school, I just was like, you're being weird, you know, yeah, yeah. like this isn't it. But um, we were best friends. She used to live down the street from me, like best friends. I don't even, maybe she listens. I don't know because <laughs> we still haven't talked. So, I mean, if you're out there, you know who you are. But um, best, best friends. Did everything together. Talked all day, every day. One of those things. And when even when we went to college, like I went to school in Spain. I came back. She still was living at home. But still, we were always really close. At one point, this is probably, I don't know, two maybe three years ago now it couldn't have been three maybe two she had come up and we went to where I worked because I worked at a bar at the time we went out we watched the Patriots game we like had a lot of fun as friends do we obviously had some drinks Mm -hmm. and this gets wild this story gets wild okay (laughs) I'm on edge so then she tells me on the way home that she's just basically she's in a situation she probably shouldn't be in. Okay. And I kind of gave her, you know, my own, I mean, we're friends, so, like, why should I feel like I can't say a certain thing to you? Yeah. When in reality it's not even like I was like, you're being a psycho. I just was like, why would you want to put yourself in that position, though? Yeah. It basically was about a guy and another friend of hers. Basically, like, I know what you're saying. The truth hurts, but who are the people that are going to tell you the but truth it, is, But like, a nothing good friend. that I said, like, should have hurt. It was yeah. all very common sense and yeah. very, like, I mean, if you're asking me if it's okay, you know it's not. That's exactly. pretty much what I said. Exactly. So, like, I don't know. that. That's the only thing I can even think of that might have ruffled some feathers there. But even still, we went back to my house. This bar was, like, a five-minute walk, so we walked home, got back to my house. We're hanging out. We're fine. We go to bed. I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and she's gone. We don't live in the same city. She doesn't live here. She lives three hours away. She lives on the Cape. We're here. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So like she came up to visit me to stay with me. Gone. I wake up gone. That's bizarre. Does she? So wait. (laughs) Right. Did you ever figure out where she went? Okay. So I'm getting there. Okay. So I'm calling her, texting her. I'm like, what is going on? Like. I'm pretty sure that I woke up because I heard the door close. Yeah. And I thought she just... So another thing is she had also crashed her car right before this. So I thought she was taking like a call about her car or like Mm -hmm. something and just like didn't really think much about it. But then all of a sudden like never came back. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm calling her. I'm texting her. Nothing. Nothing, nothing. Like literally does not respond to me. Then at like 6 p.m. she texts me and she's like, sorry, had to work. And I was what? like, I was like, what? You told me you had the whole weekend off. Like she was supposed to stay for like two days. You also have a smartphone. Like you could have texted during the duration of. But the whole this day. is what I mean. Is she used to do this all the? She used to just like ghost people. Just not. She did this That's to me so all throughout weird. high school. Like we would make plans, and she would be like, "Okay, I'll see you at nine. And then I would be like, "Yo, what's good?" And she would never answer me. Never come get me. Never show up. Yeah. See, like it that's was just a like sign. wild. It was always the weirdest thing. And we yeah. actually had like a really big fight one time on my twenty first birthday because I she did something wild. Like I I will say I. <laughs> 
I met a guy at a bar <laughs> and a couple like a bunch of people came back to my apartment. Again, yeah. it was another situation where we were at a bar and we all came back to my apartment and she went wild. I'm not kidding you. Like turned on all the faucets in my house, tried to like flood my bathroom because I don't know. Wait, I don't how, know why. You, because a oh guy God, was giving me attention and she wasn't. But so we got in a really big fight that night and I was like, what is your deal? Like, I understand if you were upset that like my attention was on a guy and not you tonight. I entirely understand that. But you have been so truly terrible to me. Yeah. This time that I like went down a list. I was like this time, this time, this time. For so long, and I'm still here, and you can't give me one night yes. on my birthday, and both You're of us- You're 21st, too. Like, right. That's like the birthday. But both of us were like bawling. Obviously, we weren't sober, so it yeah. was like a tough situation as it was, but it just was like a wild thing, and like the next day, she like left, and we didn't really talk for a while, but then we would- That would happen, and we would always kind of like- Come back together Make and it. still be best friends. Yeah, because friends you're again. friends. That's what what friends do. Even if it doesn't, even if you do crazy things, like you're right. still friends. So that was day. my 21st birthday. So this situation where she just was nowhere to be found was a couple years later. I was probably 23, maybe, maybe. So again, texts me 6 p.m. Sorry, I had to work, and I responded, and I was like, I thought you didn't have work at all. Never got a response. Nothing. And then, like, I would text her about things in my life and just be like, hey, are you never got a response? Ever? To this day, have not heard from her ever again. She... I'm Can not kidding. Can you confirm that she's alive? Yeah. I mean, oh, she moved God. across the country. She lives with her brother now, like, literally moved to Oregon. Done. Gone. Like, see, like, th- that's something that I want, I want to, like, hate her but I also feel like she definitely has something going on. That's what on. I mean like looking back on it I realized more like she I mean she obviously felt suffocated being at home when everybody yeah. else was at college I know that was a tough thing but also like being in our hometown like unless you're from our hometown nobody really gets it but it's wild mm-hmm. like the the Cape as a whole has like a really big epidemic going on as it is like yeah. a lot of people you know, are having a tough time. If you don't get out, you're stuck. And I think she was kind of in the in-between where she felt stuck, knew she needed to get out, didn't have anywhere to go. She also was in a position where she was, like, really saving money, and then the whole Mm -hmm. car thing happened. Again, I still really don't know because she never shared anything with me. And I reached out to her on Facebook. I was like, is your phone good? Because that's another thing where, like, the phone used to break all the time. Like, you know, you can only do so much, but I'm like That's reaching out point. on Facebook. I'm texting her. I'm calling her, getting no response. And it hurt. It hurt for so long because we were so close. Yeah. Like we were best friends since high school, but we had known each other since we were four. Like we went to the same school our whole lives. Yeah. So it hurt for like a really, really long time. And then it's like, then you wake well, up then one you day said and you, you like just realize, yeah. Well, I mean, that was a more of a recent realization oh. where I was talking to Taylor about it. My friend Taylor's been on the podcast in the past as well. <laughs> Different Taylor than the one that you should get your haircut yes, from. Yes, <laughs> but both still fantastic. Yes, yes. But um, just because, you know, everybody's got their own stuff and we even realize in ourselves how much anxiety we all have. And it's kind of crazy the older you get, how much you realize that like, Every, everyone has anxiety. Got, Literally, yes. everyone is anxious, or everyone like everybody's got something. Yeah, I don't know if it's like you're saying, like because it's so prevalent now. But like, even in that conversation that I just shared, like I would never have shared that years ago. Like right. it's just so like everyone's got a lot going on, and now it's just like it's people are are 
encouraged to share it, so it's very it's more visible to I see. I mean, I think that's a positive of social media. No, exactly. I think I no one ever realized I think we've talked about this in the past too. No one ever realized how many other people were feeling the same way they were until memes and mm-hmm. Twitter and all that kind of stuff became more prevalent yeah. and you could see it. And you like, I mean, people laugh at it and they're like, oh, stayed in my bed all day, didn't move, didn't eat. Like, LOL, like that. But like, you're like, no, I actually do do that. that. I'm not the only one. Holy crap. And no, it is wild. Like looking back on it, I do realize like there definitely was some sort of turmoil that she was going through, but she always was so private. So even if there was, she was never going to tell me about it. Like, again, this is a person who I had known my whole life. We were best friends. She wouldn't even tell me. She was dating a guy and wouldn't even tell me his name okay, for yeah, months yeah, for that's... fear that I was going to look him up on Facebook. But it's like, why are you scared of that? That's a normal thing. Yeah, that's something that's of actual, like, real. It was, like, very bizarre, but she had always been like that. So we just kind of wrote mm-hmm. it off as, like, yeah, well, that's how she is. Yeah. And, I mean, that was wild. So that's so, my friend. So here's story. my question. When was the last time that you reached out to her? Oh, my God. At least, like... If I can't remember if this was two or three years ago. If it was two years ago, then a year ago. Mm-hmm. Because it was like one of those things where you try, you try, you try, and after like three months, six months, what am I going to do now? Like, you're just not responding. No, I, I but understand. there was a point where I like woke up in the middle of the night and I, because I had had a dream about it and I was truly so upset. Mm-hmm. And I sent her a message and I was like, I don't know what I did. I don't know like what I could do to help but like please just talk to me like I am truly broken about this yeah and even to this day I am like that was still my best yeah, friend I mean that's just like a, a bizarre thing to happen to anyone and that's something and that the harder part about it for me are you yeah absolutely the harder part about it for me is that I don't I mean I moved out at 17 years old and never went home yeah like I go home for holidays and that's it And she was my only connection to home other than my family. So I never have any reason to go home. That's half the reason I don't go home is there's nothing there for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll go home and like see my mom, but my brother and sister are eight and 10. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that that brings up like the whole idea of like, you don't realize that your actions can affect other people. Even if you think you're doing something that's best for yourself, it could, it could actually hurt someone else. Which I mean, in retrospect, she, she needed to do what was best for herself. And if getting rid of me was it. That's fine. Do I think I was a toxic energy in her life? <laughs> no. No, I definitely would have thought I was something that was kind of holding it together. But, yeah. I mean, again, who knows what she was going through because she wouldn't share it. Well, but I do think it's, like, wild that, I mean, friendships as a whole, they're one of the greatest things in the world. But like, you Which said, we'll get to. It's not all, all negative. We, yeah. we have a good part of friendships coming up. After we hear we some, have great some more coming. bad stories from people. But yeah, I mean, that was a wild story. That's the first thing when you were like, we have to talk about bad friendships. And I was like, I've never had a bad friendship. And you were like, no, like stories were like, if you don't have a friend anymore. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> boy, yeah. do I got one of those. No, I mean. Because it does. It still affects me today. Like, I'll bring her up to Taylor and be like, well, <laughs> remember that? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's tough. I mean, now it's been a few years, so it is what it is. But It is what it is. And we've moved on. Yeah, I mean, that's like a bizarre story in itself. Uh huh, and there's just like a lot going on there. <laughs> there's a lot that I didn't mention as well, but yeah. that's you know, the gist of it as a whole. I'm not gonna you know put her on blast. Yeah. But <laughs> friendship isn't bad. It's not always bad. It's it's more never bad than good. I mean, does that right. make sense? Like it's I, never bad. It's usually good. Sometimes it's bad. Most people would not be around without their friends. Yeah, and you know, we started off with bad one because clickbait two because <laughs> it just feels good to just let things out. Um, Absolutely. That being said, like I've have great friends like super great friends in my let life let me know tell me about them 
Um, let me, let me, let me, oh, tell me about them, girl. So basically, I have like these three friends that I text 24-7, and that is awesome to have. And I was thinking about that um, yesterday or last night. I was like, wow, like back in the day before cell phones, like you didn't have, like I just have someone there with me all the time, even when I'm alone, which is like super beneficial to anyone's mental health or just in general. Like if I see something funny, just sharing that with someone, mm-hmm. it's like. You can have company, but be alone, and like that's really <laughs> a great thing. <laughs> can I interrupt you to say that back in the day before cell phones, when I was in fifth grade, I used to uh, three-way my two best friends, yes. and we would literally be on the phone from the minute we got home from school to the end of the night, like till my so mother funny. was screaming at me to get off the phone. And then she was like, she I need to use, use the internet. Yeah, the I phone. need to get on. Yeah, I'm old, so there it is. Yeah. No, 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 that I, but, I was alive during that too. Like yeah. you couldn't use the TV, internet, or phone at the same time. You, you were to, alive. You, one. you weren't like. Double digits. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. All right. Anyway, you can go back yeah, to your story. No, so I just like I've got I've got great friends in my life, and there's one moment that I just really needed to bring up. Um, for any of you that know me, you know that I went to four schools, um, colleges, really through no fault of my own. <laughs> I was at one, and I tried to go to another, but I needed to do prereqs at different schools in the middle. Um, and I was at my third college, and my end goal was UMass Amherst, and I had just applied everything like everything was sent over I rush shipped it and even though I paid like $30 from the school I was at to have it rush shipped to UMass they forgot to send my transcripts so I got a notification this is now my third school that I was uh not eligible for acceptance and I'm like what the I was supposed to be eligible right what am I gonna do so uh spoiler alert it ended up working out I flipped out at like the head of the school but (laughs) Brendan flipping out? (laughs) Never. But in that moment, I was so sad, like beyond sad and no shade to my parents. They just like, they they didn't go to college. They don't really understand. Like in a lot of my family just didn't get it because like it's so unconventional. Mm -hmm. But my friends, like without even telling me, like just super surprised me, they sent me this basket of, of things that I love. Just like all of the things that are very particular and special to me. Including, I I had had a weird Yeti cooler phase, <laughs> and those aren't cheap either. And they sent me like a Yeti cooler beer tumbler, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So that I just like in that moment, I just felt like love, where I just felt so unsuccessful and sad. I just felt love, and also like it was a super huge like learning thing for me because I learned from that to like be there for other people and always mm-hmm. just like if you go out of the way for someone else, it just makes them feel like so much better and can honestly change them because I really needed that because I was super down on myself and I as history says like who who knows what could have <laughs> happened I don't know so I, I don't know I just I really needed that and I really appreciate that Emerald and Jamie shout out oh as a contrast too it also kind of teaches you who you want to keep around yeah exactly and who's like you know worth your time like you said before for people who aren't it definitely just shows you like the people that will be there for you when you need them definitely when you're in places like that because I mean whether it's just a school thing or like you're going through something serious, it's tough. Yeah. It, it, also, it also showed me like friends are family. Like, oh my God, hundo, absolutely. 100%. 100%. I have a, <laughs> I have a slightly dramatic uh, friend <laughs> oh, story. I love this. But uh, I mean, any story I tell is always like, I feel like every story I, I tell is everything like, we both when do is I dramatic. did th- that's true. I mean, <laughs> that's, you know, content. Um, I. My birthday was, what, two weeks ago now? I'm 26, yes. in case anyone was wondering. It's awful, so here I am. Uh, <laughs> my birthday was two weeks ago, and anybody that knows me knows I get kind of weird around my birthday because ever since I was little, Halloween is four days after my birthday, so 
my entire life, I've always dealt with like, oh, can't come to your party. It's Halloween. Like, I got to go trick or treat in. And I'm like, okay, trick or treat with me. It's my birthday. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. no one literally ever cared. Plus, like, one time I broke my foot on my birthday. Like, it's never been a great thing for me. Okay. Ever. You get a past history of badness on the yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. Like, so, know. like, pretty much, I mean, anybody that's like super close to me is fully aware of that. And every year, I always end up having like a crappy birthday. Like, no matter how hard I try, like, nobody shows up or like something happened. Like, Remember the year it snowed on Halloween? Like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll just literally not go anywhere. That's fine. Um, so this year, I we had an event on my like on the night before my birthday because you know it's midnight. It's your birthday kind of yeah, thing. So my yeah. birthday was on a Saturday, the Friday night. I went out with my two of my best friends that I also work with who are amazing. But the whole day I kind of was like, oh, I really don't want to go out. Like I'm tired. I've been working all day. And Olivia was like, "We're there. You're not not going out yeah, for your like. Yeah. You're just not. You're simply not." And I was like, "Ah, I really." She's like, "Let's just go get one drink." And I'm like, "Okay, like we're here. Fine. Yeah, we go out and like they're just." I, Olivia and Rachel are two of my best friends. They're just amazing. Yeah, actually, I want to just say <laughs> to, to know Olivia. One time, like she's so like that. She's that bitch. Like I love one her. time, I I was too scared to talk to someone, and she literally was just like, "Brennan, shut up! Like go do it." <laughs> and like you just need someone like that in your life. Um, she really is. <laughs> but anyways, go on. Sorry, I interrupted. But I ended up going out with them. We ended up having an amazing time. They're both so amazing. But then on top of that, like some of my other best friends, like obviously Taylor, but like Jaren texted me like right at one a.m. My friend Jen, who's in friggin' Denver dude texted me right when it was midnight here like she was like so ready love that and I just like well first of all we all know that I stopped drinking a while ago if we're all avid listeners and we <laughs> are right guys are, yes. we all listen to every episode <laughs> so I had had two margaritas and was in the bag <laughs> R.I.P. 26 and I get home and I sit on my bed and I looked at my phone and I just started bawling Aww. and I just was like I love my friends so like this is the first year I have not been like so miserable going into my birthday like they made sure that I was doing something even though I, I didn't want to mm -hmm. and I they also planned for me a surprise brunch the next day which was oh, amazing of them which I got invited to but couldn't go yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine but um which is also amazing because like no one's ever done anything like that for me which oh. is and especially knowing that I don't like my birthday that was great but that was one of the other things was it was a surprise but I knew about it. Uh-oh. <laughs> and so it was like, so even knowing that was coming, like I just was like, they didn't have to go out with me tonight because there are going to see me have a party. <laughs> like I just was like, I- It was an emotional time. In that moment, I just was like, I have done a great job of surrounding myself with some of the most amazing people. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, I'm so lucky that- I work with them too. Like, yeah, that's like a weird thing. Because that's just life throwing something at yeah, you. Yeah, because everyone's so connected and like everyone's like kind of so similar but different, but like perfect fit. And it's weird that that just kind of happens. I mean, and we've kind of talked about butterfly effect before mm -hmm. too, and the fact that there's a lot of things that brought me to this job, but like, oh my God, without these two people and even you and oh. a couple others, <laughs> like I, I truly wouldn't, you know, might not still be here. You never yeah, know. And yeah. like, I'm so lucky that I've come out of this whole experience, whether it's just a job or ends up being a forever kind of deal with these people that I like hold so dearly to my heart. And For then sure. obviously, like I said, Taylor's included in that too, which I didn't meet her here, but I do. I just have like such a good core friend group that this year I was like, well, 
I didn't hate my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for the awesome first feeling. time in uh, 26 years, like probably since I was five and had to like paint pumpkins on my birthday. <laughs> I feel that though, like I've actually birthday like a week before yours. That's true. Um, in... Sorry, we overshadowed Brendan's birthday. <laughs> no, 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 with my story. no. Th- like there is something about birth. I don't know what it is. Like people are always like, you excited for your birthday. I'm like, no, I don't. Right. I don't care. And it is weird. Like, like even Christmas. There's actually a song about it called "Christmas Makes Me Cry." It's just like big moments are just. They're weird for me. I don't know. I'm not like I'm not sad about it, but I'm not. I feel like you and I are similar in the sense that it's like you don't want to psych yourself up to be disappointed, kind of yeah, deal. Yeah. Okay. I feel that because like it's a good like point. everybody else is always like, "Oh my god, are you so excited for Christmas?" And it's like, I don't know, maybe. Like, I mean, yeah. I grew up in a house where it was like, "Are we getting presents?" I don't know. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where I mean, now that I'm older, it's like. I know that Christmas is going to be fun because I can make it fun for my brother and sister. Yeah, exactly. Like when I was a kid, I never knew how it was going to turn out. And my mom did an amazing job of, you know, making Christmas Christmas (laughs) as much as she could. But even still, then we would go somewhere else and my Christmas didn't look anybody, anything like anybody else's. (laughs) But I know I think you and I are similar in that sense of like. You just kind of want to let it be what it is as opposed to psyching something yeah, up. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, if it's great when I get there, yes, I love Christmas. It's amazing. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to decide it's amazing until it's said. Yeah, I feel that. Because I just, I don't want to be let down. Yeah. And, Slash, well, not even be let down, but just, like, you want to live in the moment kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, well, it ended up being a great, it was a weird birthday because I was I was on a business trip in New York City and I was legit in meetings from like 8 a.m. until 10 p.m. And then you were here for 30 seconds and I was like, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I'm working. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I, it was fun. I, I got to like celebrate it in New York in like a penthouse apartment. It was amazing. <laughs> but like, it, it was funny because like, going off the idea of friendship, it made me think like I was with people that I did, I've met that day, like I right. met that day Which and there were so many too. of them and it was amazing. It was like I knew, I've known them forever and like I sense still communicate with them. So just back to friendship, it's like you can, Friendship can be close even if it's been a day. I'll say as a side note to that, we're lucky that the industry that we work in is a very social industry. True, yeah. Like, because a lot of places you go, it's not like that. Yeah. You might go to a convention like that and everybody will keep to themselves and mm-hmm. just kind of get what they came with, for. And particularly with like higher-ups too. Like I don't have an issue. And like that's funny because when I worked at a grocery store, I was legit petrified of my manager. But now I work with like millionaires, like CEOs, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hello, good sir. What's what's flying? Do you want to be friends? Would you like to? Would you like yeah. a beer? Follow me on Instagram." <laughs> uh, so like, it, it, I don't know. It's just a cool industry. Good friends. I love friendship. Um, and, and we're very yeah. lucky at the end of the day, both of us. Really, it really, we really be <laughs> because even though we might have had some shitty friend situations in the past, like. We're both very lucky that we can even have these stories to tell yeah, because, because some it people makes might good not. Good friends that much gooder. <laughs> you appreciate them that much yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about you, but I think that's all I've, I've got on the topic of friends. I mean, I definitely have more, but I don't need to share it all in one uh, little segment. No, baby, we'll do a part two. Oh, well, we did have we get deep. So now we got a little deeper oh, yeah, this is, on a different, yeah, a little different subject, and maybe we could dive into something else. I like that I like in that. the future. What well, do you? Uh, what have you been listening to over there? Oh, so if you're <laughs> new to listening to us, we end every episode because we work in music with what we've been listening to this week. And for me, I'm gonna. There's one album I've been listening to, but I'll save it because Alex is more into it. Than <laughs> um, but I've been listening to. Chelsea Cutler's newest album, mixtape, uh, Sleeping with Roses Part 2. Pretty dope. Um, for those of you that don't know her, she's like electro pop. Um, and she's super young and super like on the come up AF. 
Um, so I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised within like the next year if she gets like a, a hit song to radio or something. Um, but other than that, I've, I've got to, I've got to go with Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't think that's what was coming. Oh yeah, no, I tweeted out yesterday. I'm like, I, I identify with this song so much, even though I'm a straight male who's never had a real relationship. And it's, this song is about so a tweet. woman going through various relationships and overcoming them. So it, it shouldn't relate to it, but I love the song so much. It's dope. And I think it's a great message. Basically says like I'm sure you all listen relationships, to it. but also like she talks about like stuff that she's yeah. gone through with her parents yeah, yeah. and like just life in general. So like it's good for her. It kind of ties into the theme of the episode. She's basically saying like sometimes I go through shitty experiences or not even shitty experiences, but experiences that need to end, and I learn from it, and I am happier because of it. Yeah, telling herself she's amazing. She's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's been through some <laughs> shit. Like she's, she's right. Amazing. She is like. And I'm see tying it back to that social media. We wouldn't know that if she wasn't tweeting us. You're right. You're right. But no, I, I agree. The song is it's very catchy, and honestly, I like it better than I liked most of her album. I, so. I thought her album was great, but I also agree. Like the song is is a little different than her album. I it's not that I didn't like her album. I just thought that her. I think a lot of people expected something different from yeah, her yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think spoiler alert: the reason it was different is because there's kind of a part two that like she's mm, doing more music mm. soon. So I think that's like we're gonna get what we were looking for. But um, no, I agree. It's a really good song. Are those are those the only two you yeah, want to share? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, <laughs> I kind of took over. I'm I sorry. I listened to more than two songs in like a week, but I figured those ones. Are we the like to highlight. share too. Two's Alexa, a good one. Tell me uh, what you've been listening to this week. Uh, Khalid's new EP. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, Sun <laughs> City it. is amazing. What's your favorite song off of it? Okay, though? I'm gonna quick brag. So <laughs> I was at um, RCA Records and they played us a Sun City like the song before mm-hmm. it came out. Yeah. And when they played it, unprompted, un- we were all sitting. It was like a very formal affair. There was like mm, sixty of us. Everyone got up and just started dancing. I'm like that. Like what? it was insane. Like no, weren't told. Ever just started dancing. It was awesome. And I was like, that song is fire. So that's Sun amazing. City on Sun City EP is my favorite song from it. I like Saturday Nights. Yeah, that's my favorite song off that EP. I just like his like voice lyrics. is so just like soothing and mm-hmm. amazing. That I mean, I love that song. I've honestly had it on repeat for a while now. Yeah. It's so good. And he's so young, dude. He's he's ama- He's everywhere. He's I mean he might be twenty now, but last time I checked, he was nineteen <laughs> yeah, years old. He's so I'm not sure what I'm doing at twenty six, but he's yeah. phenomenal. And we're gonna see him in a month, which is great. Oh for my us. god, I'm so excited. Um, I will say his his uh, EP. I really like. I don't like when people switch up their sounds, um, like after after their first release. But he switched it up in like a way that's still authentic and still kind of his sound, but new. Which yeah. I really liked. I mean, uh, that's kind of what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he did that. Right, he did it the right way. Yes. Um, you know what? I'm also, I'm going to say three things because that's the kind of mood I'm in today. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Billie Eilish is my girl. And I have nonstop been listening to her. And she's another one who's wild because mm-hmm. she's 16 years old. And she's an amazing writer. And her voice is amazing. And she's just so like perfectly her own person. Yeah. I don't like if if anybody ever has time or I mean maybe you don't care, but <laughs> if you want to check it out, watch an interview with her. She's yes. so ha- raw and natural and cool. Year, it, they interviewed her a year ago and then they interviewed yes, her. Yes, the Vanity a year Fair. Later. I just watched that it. That is a I so I I have heard of her, but I had never listened to her. Ugh. And which is weird because I always listen to artists like that like that are emerging. But anyways, she did an interview last year and then she was asked the same questions this year and it was amazing i knew nothing about her it was like wild to see how she changed and 
for the better and worse, like she's very honest about it. It's right. definitely something you should check out. Some parts out. of it are a little sad where oh, she's kind of like, oh, I was so naive. Yeah. But also like she had a lot of the same answers, which is great. Like yeah. she's, that's how you know, like she's staying so true to herself and yeah, especially exactly. being so friggin' young. Like the first time she was 15, 15. Yeah. Now she's 16 years old. And her music is good. Like it's not like bubblegum pop trying to chart. Because no. honestly, I think it's it, it gets a lot of streams, but I don't even think it charts that well. I think no. she's just like. She doesn't get radio play as far her. as I know because she's yeah, too she's alternative. Not, yeah. But she also, one of the cool things about her is she writes music with her brother. Like her brother is one of her main uh, like collaborators. And he goes by Phineas. Yes. Oh, he opened for her, right? He did. And yeah, she's, he's that. on tour with her now, which is even, and he's, oh my God, I'm going to say four because guess what? He's great too. <laughs> uh, he has a song called Let's Fall in Love and that song is amazing. That's another one that's been on a repeat. So you know what? We're just, this is a whole segment of what Alexa's listening to. <laughs> realistically. I like that. I like that. Um, he's great too. They write together and you can kind of hear him and her. He's like, you know, as a background vocal in yeah. some of her songs and stuff. So he's great. As a finale. <laughs> do you want to say it together? No. You don't like it as much as I do? Oh, I was like, what? Okay, yeah. The finale. I, I, I You can say it. You're, uh, more, you're more excited. You guys, I say it all the time. All the time. My number one human to ever exist, honestly. John Bellion's new album just came out. Mm-hmm. It's called Glory Sound Prep. I'm, I'm all about it. I like every single song. Like, there's yeah. honestly not a minute that I'm not into it. Brendan's not feeling it as no, much as so I am. I, the thing is, is... It, Again, kind of going back to setting myself up, like I love him a lot, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I like appreciate him so much, and I, I think the album is is great, like it's it's amazing, but I was expecting, I just really connect with him lyrically, and and some of the things he says are just like so deep and raw, and I'm like yikes, um, but I just think the content on the album is a little not what I was hoping for, but like I still enjoy it, and I still listen to it, it's just not what I was, I was hoping to like want to just sleep for days like I was hoping to be depressed when I heard the (laughs) album honestly I think you were expecting more of like a lyrically deep thing as opposed he went for more of a lyrically funky thing on this like one of the lines in one of his songs is lion on the ground is Nala option lion king dude (laughs) lion like I'm a lion Nala not an option I definitely like the album just for different reasons like he went in he just went in a different way which I mean is one of those things we were just saying with Khalid like so you have to change it up here and yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. And also, like Rachel had mentioned, she didn't like that he raps a lot in this one, which I think is like great. That. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I was I, into I it because I like that he's showing his versatility and the fact that, like, because it's know. also not like it's not hip hop rap, it's not pop rap. It's just like no, nah, he's just got bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, there is a song though that I, I that does have like good lyrics. Not, not not that they don't have good lyrics, but it has the lyrics that I was looking for, and it's called the Internet. And he's like, basically like... Oh, I thought that's the one you didn't like. No, that's the one I like. He's basically just like, I don't... No one actually cares as long as they think... Right. Like it Everything's ma- a show, basically. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter if you did it as long as people think you did. And, like, that's such a huge thing, especially now, like I see on Instagram, people... And it actually goes back to the Drake um, lyric, too. Right, posting the photos. Posting, mm-hmm. And I never noticed that till Drake said it. Like, people will post photos from, like... A year ago, three vacations ago, and I'm like, mm, take me back, and I'm like, I get it, uh, but like, you're still you're living not in that there. moment, but you're know. also doing it for likes, like you're exactly, doing it for attention, exactly. And I, I yeah, I don't know, I, I just really like the lyrics in the song "The Internet" by John Bellion. I honestly like every single one, but I will say one of the wildest songs is like his outro, which is called "Maz Joint," mm-hmm. and it's about how I'm assuming because he talks about dementia in one of his other songs, his grandmother has dementia, yeah, and his mother has to take care 
of his grandmother and how like God's going to tell her like he's like what's the point of making all these memories if we can't even remember them when we're 70 Yeah that's a deep song too it's, I like that song uh, It's amazing but then one of the craziest parts about it is he has a line about like God will tell her all about it all about how her daughter had to take care of her when she gets there yeah. and there's just like this horn break that you just like know and you feel it's when his grandmother's getting to mm-hmm. heaven and it is one of the wildest things I've ever, and I like it's an eight and a half minute song, yeah, which is kind of his mo. Like he just kind of goes he in and he has all these he wants, outros really. and stuff. But I like every time I listen to it. Every time I'm, I'm not even kidding. I cry every time. <laughs> I mean, the album's only been out for three days. Realist, two days. It's the eleventh. Yeah, two, two days. days. And I'm not kidding. It like it's one of those things where you're just like, yeah, this song's pretty funky. I'm into it. And then you just like hear these horns, and you're like, it changes your life. I swear. It is good. And I'm, you know, I'm also obsessed with him and dramatic. So <laughs> who knows if it'll change anybody else's life? No, but it life. is really good. I don't. I, I just want to clear the air. I feel like it sounded like I didn't like it. I really do like the album. I did. Like, right. I, at first, I was like, oh, but I really do like it. I'm just learning to like it for different reasons. Yeah. I mean, one of my, I, I said this to you before too, is sometimes with him, if there's a song I'm not really feeling, I just like listen to it and I think of him putting it together. Yeah. Cause he's just such an amazing producer that he has a lot of videos on YouTube of him mm-hmm. producing these songs. And I listen to certain parts and I'm like, I wonder how he did that. And yeah. that kind of like brings me back to being like, no, it's amazing. That's it. There's no, <laughs> like, there's no in between. So, I mean, that's, I've been listening <laughs> to everyone nice. and everything, apparently. Yeah. This is my segment now. Brendan can go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it for what we've been listening to this week. Alexa, before we go, where can the people find you on social media? The people can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at It's Lex in the City. What about you? I love it. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brendan Gennetti. And if you care about what I'm listening to, I know it's it's not what Alexa's listening to, but if you care what I'm listening to, <laughs> I update a playlist every Monday on Spotify called Songs Brendan's Bumping, and it has like 650 followers, and you could be the 660... Th- six- oh! <laughs> oh, man, you hate to see it. 651st follower, Songs Brendan's Bumping. And there it is. And that's all she wrote. Go get your hair cut by Taylor at Anthony Frederick's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> we out. All right.